get stuffed. Welcome to Double Stuff Cinema. We've got another showdown today. My name is Tyler. I'm Shrey. I'm Andrew. And uh, today, our for our fourth showdown, we're going to be looking at Blade Runner versus Blade Runner 2049. So uh, this is actually a pretty interesting question because both of these movies, I think, are very well regarded. Uh, both, I guess, now because Blade Runner, the original, was maybe not so well received when it was released. But um, they're both very similar. They've they've both got some very solid points in support of either one being superior. Um, but we're gonna take a look at it our own way and choose which one's better. Um, so same format as usual. We're just gonna talk about it a little bit before we go in, and then everyone gets a bit of their own time to talk about both movies. Um, so I guess let's head into those pre thoughts. What do you guys think in heading into this? I can go first. Um, I would say that I've seen uh, Blade Runner 2049, I think, more than I've actually seen the original. I've only seen the original once. Um, Both are, well, especially the original Blade Runner, I'd say, is kind of a cult classic, um, especially with Mm -hmm. sci-fi fans. Like, it's not the most well-known even sci-fi movie out there, Um, but I think it's, like, really solid and it's really well done. Um, it's Ridley Scott, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and obviously he's done like a number of, um, awesome sci-fi films and, you know, Blade Runner is, is definitely, uh, the original Blade Runner is definitely one of those. Uh, 2049 came out recently with Ryan Gosling and like, I also enjoy it a lot. I think it's like a good, um, uh, continuation of the story like a lot of the aspects from the um original that are great are continued on in 2049 so i think that like both are really solid films and it's going to be a tough debate yeah i think both of them are really well made like on a technical standpoint and just like as a movie in general you know like they both pose some very interesting questions um they have some great cinematography, both of them. They have uh, great scores, um, some really great performances. So just around the board, it's like really, really tight, really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit difficult to kind of compare these movies just because the time difference that we're looking mm-hmm. at. I think it's like 35 years if I'm doing my quick math. Yeah apart um mm-hmm. so i think some of like the effects that are available for blade runner 2049 kind of enhance the movie um the things yeah. that might not have been available is with the first one but overall yeah uh i've personally only seen each movie once so i won't remember like details pretty well but i have the gist of each movie yeah i've seen both of them a pretty good amount of times. I think I've seen Blade Runner three times and Blade Runner 2049 four or five times. So, like, a pretty good amount of times. Um, 
they're both some of my favorite movies ever made. Um, and I guess I'll dive into that a bit more during my own time. But um, do we want to just head straight to individual segments? Anyone want to go first in particular? I'll go ahead and start. Andrew? Oh, th- Angie, you can go ahead. I think I, I, Andrew wanted to go first. Oh, sure, go I, ahead. Yeah, I can start. Um, yeah. Start the clock then. Uh, so right. I think the first Blade Runner, I really like Ridley Scott, I think, uh, as a director. He's done pretty – like, he did Alien, which I also mm-hmm. – uh, I like that movie a lot. Uh, he's also done, I think, movies that aren't as good as Alien. Uh, but Blade, Blade Runner has proven to be, at least for me, uh, one of the better movies he's done. Uh, I do really like kind of the the dark atmosphere they created with it, which is also present in 2049. Uh, the plot is, uh, it's a interesting storyline. I think you really have to kind of pay attention to what's going on to know what's like happening like it's a little confusing yeah. um, and I feel like 2049 is a little bit more uh, streamlined in that you can be watching it and not have to think so hard to understand it um, I also think in the original Blade Runner kind of near the end it gets like creepy I don't know um, at least for me it kind of transferred genres almost from like a sci-fi thriller to almost horror movie uh maybe maybe not horror but like there's definitely some creepy parts with like the, the replicant was doing some like whack stuff um yeah it just looked really weird some flips yeah like like flips and stuff like that um yeah but then i do like uh 2049 really great effects and I'm sure um, like this is what I talked about where it's kind of hard to compare them because of the time difference uh, so like the effects for the first Blade Runner are also done really well I think for what was available 2049 uh, I think there's one scene where like a holographic Elvis appears and that's mm-hmm. I think that's like one of the best scenes uh, probably for both movies that are in them it's just like visually there's a lot of action with lights. There's a lot of, you know, it's in the middle of a gunfight, so there's a lot of, like, sound editing and impact mm-hmm. based on that. Uh, so I think that seems really good. Uh, overall, I think uh, just creating, like, a general atmosphere of, like, I don't know, like a dark atmosphere, mysterious, like, run-down feel, um, I think I'd give mm-hmm. it to Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Um, t- you got five seconds. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. All right. Um, yeah, you mentioned a lot of interesting points. Like, time really does play a big role, I guess, in how we look at both of these movies, especially with the big gap in between them. But I think, like, they, I guess later in our 2049 also kind of adapts itself for that question about, like, how time has passed in between both worlds where, like, it kind of like looks like it's been updated 35 years from the point we saw it at the end of the first Blade Runner, which mm-hmm. I think is a really cool thing that not all 
movie sequels to like decades old movies do. It definitely helps us, I guess, bridge that gap a bit better. Yeah, the time difference between the two movies is is definitely something you have to look at, I think, uh, mm-hmm. when comparing, um, like, especially like a, a sequel that comes out like decades later. Obviously, there's going to be advances made in visual effects, and you kind of have to account for that. Um, and that's something I'm going to talk about a little, I think, in um, my um, segment here. Trey, did you want to go next? Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can go next. Uh, okay. If someone wants to put some time up for me, uh, let me know when to start. Start whenever. All right. Um, so I think, Andrew, you and I saw Blade Runner for the first time together uh, a few years ago. That was a really cool and very weird experience because none of us were really expecting where that went and by the time we got to the end, like you mentioned, like that full on becomes like a horror movie. And I really, really like that aspect of it, how like it can really play with genre, even when it's like really stuck within science fiction. And so I've actually seen Blade Runner more recently than I've seen Blade Runner 2049. And that's because I'd like watch it for an English class I'm doing right now. And I've gotten to, I guess, look at it very closely. And I think a big thing I have to give it credit for is how well it deals with like all these interesting questions of morality and humanity and I guess like empathy and everything like that, because I guess that's not like something you'd expect out of a sci-fi movie in the eighties, you know, like mm-hmm. some actual depth in your movie. But um, I actually think Blade Runner 2049 is the better movie. I think it's like basically a perfect movie because going to the theater and watching that movie, I was kind of just, like, blown away from the first shot. Like, it's just, like, an eye-opening, and that already I was, like, hooked. But I think it has Ryan Gosling in it, which automatically gets it some points. Um, But like Andrew mentioned, it's got some amazing, amazing special effects and cinematography. I think it's the best shot movie I've ever seen. Um, Roger Deakins the very famous cinematographer shot that movie and won his first ever Oscar for that. So of course it gets some credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it dives a bit more like deeper into that question of what, what it means to be human because like, can you be more human than another like created being like, can a replicant be more human than a hologram? Like, where where do you draw the lines for what defines humanity? I think that's a really interesting question that you don't really get to see in movies, I guess, especially like big ones like this. Like it's such an expansive, like crazy, huge world built thing with crazy special effects and everything. But it's really dealing with a really small story about what defines humanity. So for that reason... I'm going to have to give it points. Also, they both have amazing scores, but I think Blade Runner 2049 is just slightly better, mainly because of the piece called uh, Seawall, which is, uh, it's like a nine-minute piece, and it's great. So Blade Runner 2049 gets my vote. Awesome. You were right on time with that, Troy. Thank you. It's exactly. Nice. (laughs) 
Yeah, I agree a lot with the um, the visual effects aspect of what you were talking about. Um, there's like a an awesome scale that the Blade Runner 2049 has that you don't see quite as much with the original Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that a lot of that is due to the fact that you feel like there's this massive unexplored world around you in every single shot from the new Blade Runner. I think that's yeah. a crucial part of why it's an awesome film. For sure. It's just like kind of grand, you know, I guess in a way that they couldn't really do in the 80s. Also, I forgot to mention this, but like Deckard is a kind of semi-rapey in Blade Runner. Uh where he like tries to force himself onto Rachel in that one scene. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys remember it. I kind mm-hmm. of forgot about it, and then like we watched it again in class, and I was like, "Oh, that's unpleasant." So yeah, yeah. I guess that kind of hurts it, but doesn't totally derail the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, you want to go into your three minutes next? Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, start here. Um, so want right. to get a timer ready? Yep, whenever you're ready. All right, uh, go ahead and start. So both of these movies are, I think, very important, like science fiction um, for the genre. They're both, like, really great. Um, I think that some of the... I'm going to start with some of the great things about the original Blade Runner. Um, number one was Harrison Ford. I think he was an awesome actor for the choice. Uh, or for the role um, of being kind of in this uh, new science fiction world. And speaking of the world they created, like Ridley Scott helped create, um, it almost has like a Star Wars-esque vibe to it. Like you you are kind of just dropped into this immense science fiction world where there's like all these new like technological innovations that have happened. And um, there's so much that you feel could be explored. And I think that one of the... Um, things that you could consider when you compare these is that the first one, like all um, uh, kind of franchise starting movies had to set all of that up. Um, And I think that's important to consider. Um, And then when you look at the um, sequel Blade Runner 2049, um, I think it would have just been kind of a mediocre sequel if it hadn't kind of expanded on what the world could be um, and where humanity has kind of progressed to. Um, But I think that one of the things that the Blade Runner 2049 sequel does great is it really kind of amps up all of the um, large scale set pieces. Um, I think Andrew kind of touched on the Elvis um, hologram like gunfight. Um, Like that's really, really awesome. There's so many cool um, things they do with both like the light and sound where both Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford's characters kind of cut in and out of what you can see. Um, And it really creates this intense atmosphere for that fight. So I think that um, Blade Runner 2049 didn't just get caught up in being like a kind of average sequel to make money. It really took the idea and and ran with it and created something awesome. Um, I think that um, if you compare these movies from a standpoint of which works better by itself. I think that the original Blade Runner needs less explaining because it does a lot, a lot of the introductions and it does a lot of the, um, uh, 
things that the the second movie kind of just relies on having already happened. Um, that's not to say that if the roles were reversed, if you know Blade Runner twenty forty nine had somehow come first, um, it wouldn't have also done the same thing. That's just how movies work. That's how sequels work. Um, but I think what really puts um, you know Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine slightly over the top for me like a little bit better than the original Blade Runner is the visual effects like Sheree talked about um there's so many amazing scenes um where I think they were able to create um like Sheree said a, a much grander world um and you really get a sense for that um throughout the entire movie with uh, 2049 so for me it's a slightly better movie yeah I think you've touched on a lot of the stuff that I wanted to say but I completely forgot about like I think it's really impressive that they were able to make Blade Runner 2049 like its own thing, kind of. Like, it makes a case for it existing. That's, like, a big thing for me with sequels. Like, it has to have a reason for existing other than just, like, being for money. And I mm -hmm. think that's proven with Blade Runner 2049, especially because, like, it kind of didn't make money, you know? Right. Nobody really went and saw it, which is a big shame because it really deserved it. Yeah, I think that it, like it doesn't have to make money to be considered a great movie. I think that it just mm -hmm. was it required people to have seen the original or at least, um, you know, you had to kind of have like known the whole idea behind the world before you could go out and see 2049 and really appreciate um, how yeah. how much it did. And so I, I don't think a lot of people were fully prepared when it came out to kind of. Um, watch mm -hmm. it with that in mind yeah I think um, so Blade Runner 2049 is like the first movie I went and saw on my own that was rated R in theaters like it came out a few weeks before I turned 17 and then I went and saw it like the last week it was in theaters which is like towards mm -hmm. the end of November and that, that was really just a terrific movie going experience because that movie just like it blows your mind like what they can do with movies like you know it's like it really i guess expands your belief of what movies could be mm -hmm. yeah. i mean i never saw blade runner 2049 or the first one in theaters um mm -hmm. but i feel like definitely 2049 would be a, com a totally enhanced experience seeing it in the theater just because of all the work they do with visuals and sound yeah. They also really managed to, like, nail the tone in both movies. Like, they don't really go for, like, cheap laughs, you know? Like, just, like, dumb one-liners. But, like, mm -hmm. if there's, like, just, like, a throwaway joke in there, it it's, like, it's worth it. Like, especially in Blade Runner 2049. I think there's, like, that one scene where he's, like, gone to the archives and he's talking to this weird, bald replicant. And the replicant's, like, talking about this fake memory where... Um, a blackout caused them his family to lose all their baby pictures and he says his mom was really devastated about the baby pictures and then Ryan Gosling who plays Kay he just looks at him and with a straight face he's like I'm sure that was awful you must have been a really cute baby like he says it completely deadpan and it's such <laughs> a funny moment but like it's not like lingered on you know it's not exploited I guess and not like done too often to the point where it's like they're ruining the tone of the movie which i think mm -hmm. both movies do very well yeah 
Yeah, I agree. Both are um, really solid movies. Um, and it's difficult to pick a winner, especially when it's the original sequel debate. But I mm-hmm. think this sequel just stepped it up a little bit more um, than the original. And for that reason, it's a slightly better movie. Yeah. Andrew, I, think I, don't the, I don't know if you have any other thoughts you'd like to add, but. No, I think I'm good. I'm yeah. going to have to go with 2049 also. Yeah. So I think this is a pretty unanimous decision. Uh, I don't know. Did this happen the other times? This hasn't happened yet because you went right. barnyard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I think we're in agreement. Blade Runner 2049 is the superior Blade Runner movie. Uh, no hate to Blade Runner, but, you know, <laughs> this one is just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this has been Double Stuff Showdowns. Thanks for listening. Get stuffed.